Alright guys, how's it going man? I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, it's your boy Alvin here and welcome back to another episode on Alvin's Den. Uh, thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today we got a great topic. I feel like it's a topic that, you know, a lot of us, actually many of us will experience at one point in our lives. And um, it's going to be a fun one, so stay tuned. <music> Alright guys, so the topic at hand today is buying a new vehicle. So, um, I don't want to say new vehicle, but let's just say buying a vehicle. And at one point in our lives, we all experience this. Whether it's at a younger age, older age, it doesn't matter. We all go through this. And I just want to give like my two cents on how I feel about it. Um, my personal experiences and just kind of tips and advice. So if you guys are ever in the market... Or if you guys are ever interested in buying a car, you guys can maybe listen to this and see how you feel about it. But this is my own take on it. And um, people always ask me, they be like, yo, like, what's a, what's a better option? Is it better to finance? Is it better to lease? Is it better to buy a car out fully? And I'm not a car salesman. You know, um, I have worked in sales before, but like, I'm not an official car sales guy. I'm not even a mechanic or anything, but I just have some knowledge when it comes to, you know, making purchases like this, you know, and from my personal own experience, I always tell people it's better to buy a car out fully because one thing that you have to understand about a car, it's that it's a depreciating liability. You know, it's something that every day you drive it, every day you get into that driver's seat, it's dropping in value. Now, I'm not saying don't drive a car because of that, but I'm saying take that into consideration when you're purchasing a vehicle, you know, and um, you don't have to own that car forever. Like if you buy a car out in cash, you could have it for a couple years. And with that money you would have been putting into a car payment, you could save up and get another car in a couple years. You know, people think that, oh, like if I finance a car, it's better. I could own it for 10, 15 years. Most people don't even own it for 10, 15 years. According to some research I've done, the average ownership of a car in Canada is six and a half years. So realistically, if you buy a nice used car, it'll last you close to six and a half years. You know, and the thing about used car is that you own that car now. You have the right to that title. And any smart person, when you have a car that you paid out fully for, you drive it for three, four years, maybe five years. I would say four years. Try to get to four. If you can get to four, that's beautiful. Um, as soon as it gets to that four years, you can simply put it up for sale again, get a little bit of money. And with the money that you saved up, right? So a little bit of um, your own money and the money you get from the car, now you can buy another car. That's the thing about cars, man. Like you're not, it's, it's not supposed to be this thing where it locks you down for 10, 15 years. And I've seen people... I've seen a fair share of people that legit have a, a car payment and it's stretched out to 84 months. And I'm just like, what are you doing? That's seven years of your life that you've locked down to a vehicle that's losing value every single day that you drive it. Why would you even want that commitment? Like, that doesn't make sense to me, but there's people doing that. That's what's alarming. And people go to dealerships, they get caught up in the monthly payments. 
oh it's a 200 dollars monthly payment oh that must be amazing yeah but then you see that it says 84 months beside it and then beside that you see five or six percent interest if you see anything past four percent in my opinion you should get the hell out of there because that's way too high and if you and my rule of thumb is 48 months should be the max if you ever want to buy a car like 48 months should be the maximum that you want to spend owning that vehicle or paying for that car because if you can't afford it for 48 months then you can't afford the car and that's okay but you just have to back out and look for something else and this is why i always believe that buying a car in cash is a better option because like i said earlier you own the title to that car so you could literally sell it in two years if you wanted to you know you don't owe anybody anything you know with finances and lease finance especially you could own it and then in a couple years you might get bored of it and now you're stuck with this though because you have a car payment unless if you have enough money to pay off the entire loan which most people don't but then you're stuck with this car right so in my opinion go for the car that is that you could afford where you could pay out fully for it it makes sense in the long run it's a less of a headache and i know a lot of people that don't like to do that because of the sole purpose of oh i don't you know like i don't want it breaking down on me all the time i don't want it you know like i don't have to deal with issues look if you finance a car and something goes wrong with it you have to deal with that too it's not like you could go to the dealership and they'll fix it for free you know they might give you a deal because of the new car but regardless you're still gonna have to pay out of pocket only in leases and that's only in some leases that they cover some expenses because you don't own the vehicle you're renting a car out another stat i pulled up was an average monthly cost for a can for a canadian driver right so for someone that owns a car or financing a car in canada their average monthly cost is anywhere between 300 and 600 dollars so 300 is practically like you know like the lower models and then 600 being the top of the line models so imagine if you were to put that 300 or 600 dollars so let's say we go right down the middle and we say 450 maybe imagine if you were to put 450 dollars away into like some kind of high interest savings seven 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 to ten percent return every year or some kind of index fund or some kind of investment or even just your own damn savings imagine if you were to put that much money away every single month how much you could have in 10 years you know what in matter of fact let's just do the math right now so 450 by 12 so that's 5400 bucks so in 10 years you could have $54,000 obviously that's not a lot but that's just money that you could have just had for yourself over the span of 10 years now let's just break it down even more what what's um 5400 times 6 $32,000. So that's the average cost of ownership of a vehicle. So $32,000 you would have gave to some next guy or a next company, or you could have had $32,000 to yourself. I, I, If you ask me, I don't mind having an extra $32,000 on my bank, in my bank account. I don't mind that at all. That's what you got to do. That's the game, you know? So imagine if you could put that away, man. Like think about think about just thirty-two thousand in six years that you could just have and own. 
Now, obviously, don't ever use that money to buy a brand new car, which is even more idiotic. Because let me tell you something: when you go into a dealership, people think, "Oh, I have cash. I can just tell them I have cash." No, if you tell a dealership, especially like like Toyota, Honda, BMW, Mercedes, whoever it is, if you tell them that, "Hey, I want to buy a car out fully," guess what? They're gonna bump up the actual car price. So if a car you're looking at is twenty eight thousand. Right. For an example, that car might now be worth, or it might be 32, because they'll just add on a bunch of shit, because they know that you're gonna pay that 32 off right now, and they can't make any money off you. So don't ever say that. Don't ever say. Don't ever go into a dealership and be like, I want to buy a car out, right? Because they make car dealerships make their money off finances. The money that you finance or the money that you put in every single month for that car, that's what they're making money on. And that's another thing. Like, let's just say your only choice is to buy a car, a brand new car, right? My rule of thumb is don't focus on the monthly payments. Focus on how much the car is actually worth. So like I said, if the car is $28,000, try to get a deal on the $28,000. So whether that's whether you could get it for $25,000, $24,000, whatever it is, try to get a deal on the price of the actual vehicle. Don't worry about the monthly payments. The monthly payments comes after. Now, these are this is for the people that actually have no choice but to buy a new car, right? Never focus on the monthly payments because that's what they want you to focus on. All right, so rule of thumb, they want you to focus on the monthly payments because that's all they want you to focus on, the three the three digit number right and obviously just by nature if we see a lower price in anything we're excited right we'll be like whoa 250 yo i could definitely afford that nah like i said earlier 250 over 84 months with anything past a four percent interest is just just criminal the only thing you should be paying something for 84 months is, is your house if you have a home and you're a homeowner go ahead 84 months that's fine because it's a home a home doesn't diminish in value you can sell a home tomorrow and make some kind of money off it so that's a rule of thumb try to get the msrp so if it's twenty-eight thousand, try to get that for 25 24,000 right then you obviously have to pay tax and all that but try to get the cost of the car lower and then you could talk about if you have a trade-in um, personally i would never do a trade-in at a dealership they just rob your money um, because your car is probably worth two, three thousand dollars more out private. It might take a little bit longer to sell, but it's worth holding out for it. Like I said, when you buy a vehicle, uh, patience is a virtue. It's a process. It's an emotional roller coaster. You can't get caught up in the, you know, oh, I want it now. You know, it's not like something that comes to you right away. It takes time. It takes time. Even my friend, he's looking into a car and, um, I told him, I'm like, hey man, like buying a vehicle takes time. Don't don't be discouraged if like the deal the car you wanted didn't work out. I always say there's there's a reason why things happen. And I'm a strong believer in that. And I told him, I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about that car. Another one's coming. You know? And same with my father. When he bought a car, um, it took it took us months to find a car for him. Months. Um, but he never rushed into anything. He understood the game and he was able to get a good deal on a good, very good car. And the car he has right now, it's probably going to last until the day he dies. Like, honestly speaking. And another thing, right? 
if you are gonna finance a car, right? Let's just say the total price of it is about $28,000, all in, on road, everything good to go. And you have a $10,000 down payment, right? Now, what you could do, right, is you could give them the 10, and then you could finance the rest through them, right? But most likely, if you're financing $18,000 through them, it might cost a little bit more because with interest, you might end up paying a, quite a bit more than you want to. Um, my rule of advice is if you could get a, a bank loan with the two or 3% interest and you could give them and you could pay off the car in full to the dealership like that, go that route because two, 3% is much, much cheaper than four or 5%. It might not seem like a lot, but that, that little bit that one or two percent difference adds up over time adds up over time so if you could if your car is twenty eight thousand, you put ten thousand down and you have to and you have eighteen thousand remaining try to not have any connections with the dealership you rather have that connection with your bank because most of us now have credit cards right hopefully you're paying those on time and you know you're not late on any payments or anything but if your credit score is good and you have and they see a record of you paying off loans or you paying off credit cards on time, more likely they'll give you a, a deal on a um, $18,000 plan. Now, obviously, if you have more assets, the better it is. Right. But that's why I always say if you don't own a home and you're just kind of living with your parents or you're just kind of, you know, you know, you're doing one job, you're getting a salary job. But it's not like bringing you, you the, it's not bringing you the money that you want. Then simply buy a car out. See that ten thousand down I was talking about. Use that ten thousand. Put your budget for nine, right, on Kijiji or Auto Trader or even eighty five hundred, and find a car within that price. I guarantee you, you'll find a good car within that price range. Plus, you could always negotiate that, especially if it's a private dealer. Private dealer, you could always be like, you could always go check it out and you could always get it for cheaper um, even at a used car dealership you could probably get it for cheaper if it's under ten thousand dollars right use get a car try to get to that eighty five hundred dollar mark and now you have a little bit of money left and that could be your cushion if anything happens to the car if anything um messes up on the vehicle you have that little cushion you know it's not a lot it's only 1500 bucks if you buy a car for 85 bucks i mean 8500 dollars but that 1500 i always tell everybody that i know that has a friend i mean that has a car if you have a vehicle it's important to have a thousand dollars as an emergency stash just for the car a thousand dollars should just be always ready you should always have a grand ready to go at any time because if your car does mess up and it does need a big repair knock on wood i hope that never happens to anybody but let's just say it does then go get it done now you have that money. You're not scrambling. You're not stressing. You got it ready. You know, like my car. My car is about 11 years old now. Still starts up every morning. Still gets me to A to B. It's not the fastest car in the world. Nor do I care that it's fast. But it does the job. It does the job. My insurance is dirt cheap. I'm doing, I'm laughing at this point. But my car was a car that we bought four or five years ago. I mean, five years ago, sorry. Actually, no, it's six years. I keep thinking it's 2020, but yeah, six years ago, I bought it 
and it's still running till this day. It has a lot of miles on it, but it never broke down on me. It never done anything that, you know, like I never had any major repairs. I think the biggest repair I've done for that car was to change the alternator. Yeah, and that's on me because I left the car on accessory mode a lot of times. And, you know, uh, obviously that's a battery issue too, but I changed the alternator and I changed the battery. And that's all pretty much I did for that car. Everything else was just oil changes on time, um, transmission fluid on time. Small things like a lot of people forget about their engine and cabin air filters. Um, those roughly you have to do every 24,000 kilometers. And that's an easy fix, you know, and a lot of people skip that. I've seen some engine cabin, engine and cabin air filters that are black. It's supposed to be white or like somewhat white. And I've seen them black. Like if you point it at the sun and you can't even see through it, then you need to change that because you're breathing that shit in, you know? So as long as you keep up with your maintenance in a vehicle, any car will last a long time, especially the average ownership of a vehicle is 6.4. I'm pretty much surpassed that. I'm at like seven now, but that's the average, you know? And I always, I always tell, that's my, that's my rule of thumb. If you have the money to buy a car out, buy a nice used car, do your research on that vehicle, right? Look it up. For an example, let's just say the car you want to buy is a 2014 uh, Honda Accord. Do your research on it. Find out what main problems is for that Honda Accord, that specific year. Was there any recalls for it? Um, what do people say about it? Watch some reviews on it. Everything's on YouTube. Literally everything is on YouTube. Even how to buy a used car is on YouTube. There's like four or five channels that do that specific, that have that specific title. And they literally go into detail of what to look out for, what to bring with you, you know? Um, if you're if you're actually scared and you don't have experience, um, bring someone with you. Bring a friend with you. Bring someone that has somewhat knowledge of vehicles, um, and you should be fine. You know, it just takes time. Like I said, car buying is a process, and you know, I know in today's world everything's fast. We want everything at our fingertips right away, right away, right away. But with certain things, especially with houses and cars, it's something that takes time. You know and research always do your research because having knowledge of something is your greatest asset and the more equipped you are with that knowledge the more untouchable you'll be you know um and when you when you go buy a used car whether that even if that's at a used dealership or a private party ask a lot of questions why are you selling this car is there anything wrong with this car can i see a carfax for it Carfax is this thing where it pretty much pulls up the vehicle history for Canadian buyers anyways. I don't know how it is in the States or anything, but um, I'm pretty sure in the States they have something similar to that too. But yeah, like ask for ask for those questions, you know. Um, how many owners did the car have? Uh, was it ever in an accident? Obviously, in the Carfax uh, will tell you, right? But some people don't report accidents, right? It will go under the radar. And that's when you have to check the body, right? Check if it's been hit check if the bumpers are different colors right um check the underbody see how the frame is open the hood let's check on the side of the hood check on this uh, yeah if you check on the side of the hood usually that's a good indicator because it'll look either factory or it'll look like it got bashed in right check the doors if it's different colors especially on a brighter car you could tell on a black car or like a, a white car it's a little bit tougher to tell um 
but yeah just ask those questions equip yourself with knowledge because that's your greatest asset um and i already said that but like that's the biggest thing i want to like you know tell you guys because anybody could get scammed but a guy or a woman with knowledge nobody could touch you know and with car buying that's what it is you know um so that's kind of like my my i guess my takeaway if you've listened to this whole podcast you're a real one but like the last thing i want to really say is if you have the money to buy a car out buy it outright um like i said the average cost of ownership is only six and a half years like six and a half years if you buy a nice car like a used car like a nice used car it'll definitely last you six and a half years and you don't even need to have it for six and a half years you could have it for four sell it have a little bit of money use a little bit of money that you have put it together and buy another one and continue the process a lot of people just don't want to do this that's why they settle for financing or leasing a vehicle you know and for me leasing is just i guess it's good because you don't own the vehicle so any major shit that happens to the car you could always just give it back to the dealership and they'll fix it um but you're making those payments on a car you don't even own which i feel like it's even worse you know obviously if there's a car in mind that you want to just drive and just kind of get it out of your system then go for a lease and do a lease takeover don't ever go to a dealership and try to do a lease try to do a lease takeover because i feel like that's better the, the guy who did the lease already took the l you're just finishing off the l as sad as it is but you're finishing it off and then you could be done with the car you know and then it's out of your system and then use the money you saved up to buy an actual car or buy a used vehicle you know i think for me personally i have maybe two more years with my car maybe three um i'm not gonna sell my car but uh the, definitely the money i saved up in those three years instead of paying for a car payment i could definitely you know buy another nice used car just like how i bought this one um in two years it'll be what nine years of ownership of my vehicle and um you know my car is a toyota you know and toyota is known for that they're known for reliability they're known for just being tanks you know especially in their some of their older vehicles and their bigger vehicles like the forerunners the sequoias the highlanders those things just run forever as long as the maintenance is done right um shout out to toyota though but yeah guys so that's kind of my thing about buying a car it's an emotional roller coaster um that's my advice try to buy a car out in cash like fully not at a dealership obviously you know at a dealership i already kind of explained what the steps are um try to buy a car out fully it's better to buy something used because you own the title and it's just better to have that um and like i said in four years you can get rid of it um and yeah equip yourself with knowledge um always do research on the vehicle you want it's gonna be your best friend and once you do those things then the rest is up to you you know um just think about how much money you can save if you buy a car out in right that's how i always tell my friends i'm like yo think about it you know the average cost of a monthly payment is 300 to 600 bucks imagine putting even 300 dollars away a month you know that might not be a lot but over time it will be and if you put it in the right things right in the right accounts it'll grow it'll grow a lot so just something to think about um you know if this video helped you know i hope it does uh share this with your friends uh if you haven't already follow me on instagram at alvin's den and uh thank you guys for listening if you made it all the way to uh to the end then you're the real ones and i love you all and i uh, appreciate all the love and support uh stay tuned for more and um stay safe guys cheers